0: Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve.
1: Gentlemen, we're done. I'd like to get started if we can, and uh, then that way we can get done at a reasonable time. We're looking at like three hours tonight, and... Uh, and the uh, I think we'd probably start with prayer. What do you think? Yeah, How about a serenity prayer. God,
2: God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can,
1: and the and wisdom, wisdom to know the difference. How well, we're going to start off? My my name is Robert, uh, this is Hello, and. We're going to do a introduction. This is the uh, asket basket. If uh, you guys got any questions, write them down, put them in the basket, and uh, we'll get them answered. Uh, we're going to have a brief introduction by uh, Adam and I. And uh, you know, whenever I go to these things, I always want to know what gives that guy the right to sit up there and talk to me and. Uh, and will tell you. Uh,
2: and. You. I think you want to say a few things. You want to say a few things? Yeah, I just want to get
1: some, I want to get into the program, but just some introductory nope. Make sure everybody understands. Okay, we were going to save that to the end, John, because we figured that there'd be some additional people showing up late, and, uh, and then that way we wouldn't have to say it again. So if we cover the administrative and housekeeping stuff and, uh, and such at the end, it might be more inclusive. And, uh, and we would like to thank David G. and Jim M. for uh, getting together and putting this on. And, uh, and <clears throat> what we found, in uh, we see a lot of you guys filled out that survey, that pre-workshop survey, and sent it back. And the results were that uh, the average length of sobriety here of the of the people that responded was 7.2 years, and the average time in of attended meetings was 6.6 years. So we got you know uh, some good experience sitting here tonight. Uh, steps six and seven and eight and nine you know you you got for does everybody know about the survey that got sent out some people people did some people didn't we sent out a a survey and basically it said how long have you been coming to meetings how long have you actually been sober and on steps one through 12 uh, on a scale of one to five, one being uh, I got it, I don't really need to spend a lot of time on this issue, to five being, you know, I'd really like to find out more about this. And it went uh, one, two, three, four, five, six and seven, seven and eight, eight and nine, ten and eleven, and then twelve. And six and seven and eight and nine tied at an average of 3.7. Uh, number 12 was at 3.5, 10 and 11 was 3.2, 1 was 3.1, and how it broke down anyways was uh, 6 and 7, 8 and 9, uh, 12, 10, 11, 1, 2, 5, 3, and 4. So you guys are all set on inventory, and we're not going to spend a lot of time on how to do the inventory. Now, this is from the people that actually responded to that survey. So what we're going to do is do kind of a sobriety countdown and uh, find out a little bit more about uh, who's been here and who the newcomers are, if there are newcomers, and one thing or another. Adam?
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for having us. I'm really excited about the weekend. Um, And it's been a pleasure getting with Robert. I've known him for about five years now. I was born and raised where where he recently moved from in Charleston. And um, I came from Nashville. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to the weekend. And um, this survey, I think, is really going to help us focus on the needs of the group. That's what... We came here to do is to be of most service to you guys and uh, that's what i want to do this weekend is offer my experience strength and hope with with the steps and um i think we're really going to be able to to offer you our best over the weekend and um and uh use use a lot of literature in doing so but most importantly carry you know my own experience strength and hope with this and um look forward to getting to to know everybody over the weekend
1: and for me uh, my sobriety date is 1391 and uh, and i got sober in uh, alcoholics anonymous first and i had 25 years in that fellowship and 17 in this one how I got sponsored when when I got done working the steps with my sponsor, he said, you know, in order to keep what you got, you got to give it away. And I suggest that you go, you know, start working the steps with people that are sicker than you are. <laughs> and, uh, and I've been doing that ever since. And how I was sponsored is working a step a week, and I've been doing that fairly regularly uh, during that time and to date. I've worked through the steps with more than 80 men. That's eight zero men. And most of them, the vast majority, are still sober today. My focus is on the literature, and I work a lot out of the 12 and 12. Uh, for what we're going to be doing this weekend, Adam is going to be talking about the big book and the staff. And then I'm going to be talking about the 12 and 12 and the steps. Now, just for historical purposes, uh, the big book was written and thir- published in 39, and this was published in 51 or 52. So they had like 10 years of practical experience with uh, working through the steps with addicts, alcoholics. Uh, and this was, the 12 and 12 is kind of the, the addressing the issues that they had encountered with people on, and it's kind of like uh, focusing on these steps, and these are the things that we think are really important that not only are in the Big Book, but kind of elaborate on what isn't in the Big Book. So. It'll be interesting to have that dichotomy, I hope. And I hope that you and I get something out of it. With that, uh, let's all stand up and we'll do a sobriety counter. So, how this is going to work. You want to do it? Start at what? Okay. okay. Yeah,
2: any? Yeah? Sure. I've, I've, I've never done one of these. Oh,
1: okay. Anybody that has... And and we're going to kind of do it in reverse order because the newest people here uh, are actually the most important. So they will be the last one standing. And anybody that got 20 plus years in this fellowship? 15 plus years. So now, between 10 and 15 years, Nine sobriety. 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 Nine years. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four years. Three years. Two. One. So all you guys have less than a year correct okay well um, take a look around because these guys that are sitting have been able to stay sober uh, for more than a year and the guys that are sitting uh, these are the most important people in the room and if we if you guys have any questions whether or not is in this session or outside I suspect that uh, these are the people you want to talk to. Okay. Thank you. Cool. I'm going to do a quick qualifying. Yeah. Yeah?
2: Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um, just like a meeting, I'm Adam, I'm a sexaholic. And hey, Adam. everybody. I'm really grateful to be here this evening. Um, And uh, now I'll just take a moment to qualify. Uh, I think that's important to do. Uh, And my story is similar probably to everybody's, yet different. Um, Make it as brief as possible. Um, I came into the program, uh, obviously at a young age, I hit a bottom. And... um, One, I've been in AA, by the grace of God, I've been sober in AA and NA uh, for a little over eight years. Um, Celebrated eight years, September 26, uh, a couple months ago. Um, So I I really came into the program as a direct result, if you will, of of lots of trouble with drugs, alcohol, and the law. That's just boiled down. And... um, I went to treatment in New York, and I was there for almost three years, and um, I was about to go to either prison, and I was close to killing myself for the activities I was involved in, and luckily I was able to go to treatment, and um, there I was introduced to to the program, and um, I had experienced enough pain to where uh, I, I became willing and ready to surrender. And I'm realizing that if, if I did not get a recovery, that I was going to end up uh, dead or in prison. And, or, you know, accept the set of spiritual tools that were being laid before me by the people that, that had an answer. And um, I had, as I was up there for about three years, uh, and I started to dry out, I realized um, that way before any of the substance troubles um, I had sex troubles and that at a very young age I was you know I was not right with sex and with lust and I really came to the realization that, that if I was going to get a recovery in the full sense of the word that I was going to have to work the program in every aspect of my life and um, I had friend, one friend, Matt, who was with me up at treatment, left, relapsed, drank, etc. And, um, no, excuse me, he he relapsed with uh, sex first, and then he relapsed with the other stuff, and and then he got killed. And, uh, that had quite an impact on me, and, and that was one of the things that helped me realize that, um, uh, I needed to surrender my life to this program and every aspect of it. And um, and I started to do that while I was there and uh, really started to get um, a, a recovery and I, I started to get my life back in the sense of interiorly not getting stuff back, but started to really experience freedom and, and got freedom from the, the mental obsession of, of all of this stuff that was enslaving me for for years my whole life and um i left and and continued to practice the principles in all my affairs as best as i could and um this this particular area uh is, has been tougher than the, the abstinence from the drugs and alcohol and um Thank God, I have not, go, not gone since going into treatment into a full-blown relapse. I don't think I'd be sitting here right now if I did. It, I go by the mentality that I may not have another recovery in me. You know, I, I can't assume and think that relapse is acceptable in any, in any way. Um, um, but now I, I've got about two years... In relation to to SA, uh, in about eight years of recovery time, if you will, in here, and um, it's uh, the the program has absolutely saved saved my life in every sense of the word. It's has given me a, a new life, not given me back the life I had before, um, and and I've I've got. Uh, Really tangible things a day at a time on this program um, that I didn't have before, one of one of which is sanity and and another of which is peace and joy, and um, gifts that that continue to increase as I continue to apply these principles in my life a day at a time. And that's what I hope to share with you guys over the weekend and um, I feel very privileged honored and humbled to be here with you guys and um, we'll look forward like I said getting to know you hopefully a little more on a personal level as we go, go throughout the weekend and um, thank you for listening I'll let Robert speak for a moment thanks, Adam. thanks
1: Adam. <coughs> my name is Robert Mann and I am <coughs> grateful to be a recovering sexaholic right. and I'd That's like to say thank David and uh, the committee for having me here this weekend it is an honor and a privilege to be allowed to come up here and share with you Uh, I like to say the Lord got me somewhere I was judge Lord in El Cajon California (laughs) Uh, I was 22 and I had uh, five DUIs and he said that I was a homicide looking for a place to happen And it wasn't going to happen in his county, and I was going to do some time. Well, make a long story short, my recovery experience has been drugs and alcohol, food, uh, tobacco, and sex. And, uh, And I slipped in AA a number of times. I had five years in relapse, three years in relapse, one year in relapse and three years clean and sober sitting on my bedroom floor with a gun in my mouth and uh, things weren't good and i asked this guy to be my sponsor and and he didn't say yes when he said this come on over my house and we'll talk about it so i went over to his house on a sunday afternoon and he had some uh, pamphlets questions and answers on sponsors and i brought some and you know it's put out by AA and you know of course SA says that anything that's good enough for AA is good enough for SA and they have great pamphlets good literature the first part of the pamphlet is for the person seeking a sponsor and it kind of defines the role of sponsoring what a sponsor is and what a sponsor isn't Um, it has two suggestions for sponsorship one that men sponsor men and that women sponsor women and that your sponsor be a year or more away from their last relapse acting out or whatever uh, <clears throat> I think I think that there's two additional rules for sponsorship uh, unwritten and that is that your sponsor have a sponsor and that they work the steps themselves because you can't give away what you ain't got. Um, that being said Uh, after we went through the first part of the pamphlet the vast majority the the biggest part of the pamphlet has has to do with the person that wants to be a sponsor then there's a little section in the back for groups that want to engage in sponsorship activity but we went through the first part that's the only part I was qualified for at that time (laughs) And, uh, and he asked me a question and the question was are you willing to go to any length to have a spiritual experience sufficient to bring about recovery from your disease. And I allowed that I was. And he said, Good, you come over to the house for the next 12 weeks and bring your big book and your 12 and 12. Actually, this big book and this 12 and 12. This is not an actual first edition, but this is what the first edition cover looks like. The actual first edition is a little bit bigger this way and a little bit bigger this way. But it's called the circus jacket, and if you ever are rummaging through bookstores and you see one of these, pick it up because it's worth about ten grand. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and send it to me. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> and and uh, you know, and over the uh, next twelve weeks, you know, we focused on what the literature has to say, and. Uh, the important thing, I think, is that this book was written in or published in nineteen thirty-nine. Was that seventy years ago? Mm. I mean, these guys are trying to reach seventy years across time and deliver a message. Now, the program that they worked worked. You can read in here that, you know, half of the people that came into Alcoholics Anonymous Didn't make it, they realized. Went back out. But that's 50% made it. And of the 50% that went back out, half of those came back and stayed sober. So that's like a 75% recovery rate. And I don't think we have anything like that in any of the fellowships today. This program works. Now what we get in meetings a lot is we get a lot of therapy, a lot of psycho battle, uh, a lot of group, and not much recovery. So, if you want to know the program that works, go into the literature. The white book, and this is my original white book, it kind of started coming apart at the scene, so I took it to Kinko's and I put this binding on it, and I put me on the cover. <laughs> uh, this this is graduate material. You know, if you read this book, throughout this book, it references the Big Book and the Twalman Twelve. But, you know, it'll give you just little snippets and stuff, but if you don't know what's in here, there's no way that you can understand what's in here. We think we do, because we understand the words, but we don't understand the meaning. See, if this is like advanced trigonometry, trigonometry, calculus, this is multiplication and addition. And you're not going to do very well in the advanced studies unless you understand the basics. So, this is my understanding. And I think it's important to understand this. Once you understand this, this is going to make a lot more sense and this is, this is great literature I think we got the best literature going in the industry as far as uh, sexual recovery is concerned but this came out of these the guys that wrote this were in here first so uh, at the end of 12 weeks my life was completely different and things hadn't changed so much on the outside but what I had was a way of living life on life's terms a day at a time without wanting to drink to use still acting out Now, in my fifth step, you know, I told my sponsor about my compulsive masturbation and my use of pornography and stuff. I mean, he he didn't know. I mean, he said, you know, well, you know, I've been married about seven years and sometimes I masturbate. I realized this guy didn't have a clue, you know. Uh, And. I was working with other guys, and, uh, and there was a guy named Bradley. Now Bradley was a real sexaholic. Uh, Bradley was a young guy, I was 34 or something at the time, and Bradley was like 26, 27, he looked like a model, uh, just and worked through the steps, and he walked the walk, talked the talk, talk and, uh, and he's hitting on newcomers in uh, AA, and it's like shooting fish in a barrel, you know. And uh, he's 13, stepping on, and they're going out for coffee afterwards, and they end up at his place, and and people are pissed, you know. It's like this is not acceptable behavior in the AA. This, this is not cool, and a lot of people were pissed at Bradley. and Bradley, you know, I'm his sponsor, and Bradley's going, you I, know, I don't know, man. You know, I, it's like. I tell myself I'm not going to do it, and you know, and it's cheating on his girlfriend, or whatever his girlfriend's name was, I forget. And he goes, and I don't know, you know. It's like I tell myself I'm not going to do it, but I can't help. It. I just, you know, end up doing it. And, you know, I said, well, you know, this looks like powerlessness and unmanageability. You've done it. You know, yeah. It's like, well, about third or fourth time this happened. You guys are familiar with Hazleton? Hazleton, literature, big recovery place. Well, I keep trapping their catalogs about what's current in the industry and recovery and one thing. And I knew that there was stuff in there on sexual recovery. And so I said, Well look, Bradley, you know, why don't you order some of this sexual recovery stuff and see if it fits, you know, I mean it definitely looks like powerlessness and unmanageability. And in the rest of your life it looks like your program's working pretty good, but in this particular area, I mean you just keep screwing up. And uh and he goes, Well, I, you know, I can't do that because if I order it, it'll come to the house and then Cindy will see it and then, you know, all oh, hell break loose. And I said, Well, look, I'm going to order some step material and I'll order it and, and you can come over to the house when it comes and read it. And he said, Fine. So I ordered it, it came, I read it, and I was doomed.
2: <laughs> and, uh,
1: and see, I thought that uh, a sex addict was somebody like Bradley acting out with other people. And me, I'm just, you know, Got my videos, and my magazines, and hiding it from my wife. And so, on. anyway, uh, at that point, I started getting into sexual recovery, and, uh, and uh, actually, we were just moving from California to Atlanta at that time. That was in uh, 1990, and at the tail end of '90, and I got sober in uh, Atlanta, uh, January 3rd, 1991. And have been working with sex-holics and alcoholics ever since. And, uh, and I have had 100% success rate with sponsees. Isn't that incredible?
2: I haven't relapsed. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, that's why I'm here. And, uh, and the reason that I'm here is because it's good for me. That The truth is, you know, we went through that sobriety countdown, right? How many guys are in here that have that long-term recovery? Where are they? I don't know. But what that tells me is that I'm closer to acting out than I've ever been in my life. I need this program more today than at any time in my life. Now I'm 17 years old, but I got this wonderful life, and I'm not going to let go. So I got a sponsor. I'm going to meetings. I work the steps. Try to be of service and don't act out. And I'm going to tell you how I do that a day at a time.